It's the DC Tweet Team podcast. I'm Jonathan Osmond, of course, joined by Maurice Hawkins. And Winston Hilton is back. And what's plus, good? It's good. He's good. Um, <laughs> and we're, look, we're ahead of the blackout game. I don't know whether that means they're going to shut the lights off at FedEx Field because Daniel Snyder forgot to pay a bill uh, or what the case may be, but we're going to be under the primetime lights. And uh, once again, the commanders and bears are going to go up against it, but we're going to give one final word on the matchup with the Eagles. And they kind of talk about really what are some expectations we should have going forward and then is our defense really elite? Um, we've played some pretty good teams, but um, they haven't really been able to to keep our team in. Well, I mean, I guess they were in in it in the Eagles game. Uh, didn't do anything against the uh, Bills. And then, of course, with the Broncos, we're one pass knockdown deflection from losing that one. So yeah. we'll talk about it. But first, give me your last word, Winston, on the Eagles and Washington. What did what what did you see coming out of that game? Were you upset? I think people, I guess, wanted us all upset, and I didn't. I wasn't upset. I was like, okay, we lost. Um, with a young team, you look for building blocks, right? Mm-hmm. That's a building block game. That's a game that two years from now you'll say, you know. Philly 2023, they didn't know how to win this game, right? That's how you learn how to win games. This was a game that they did not know how to win or needed to learn how to win. Um, Hopefully that, that that's a building block for the future. Um, Hopefully. Uh, No, not, not, not upset, Uh, upset that they lost. Yes. Uh, Was very, was impressed by their effort, was impressed by their play. Um, pleased by their play uh you know football comes down to everybody you know football is going to come down to a handful of plays and uh you know the the obviously the terry catch or non-catch uh according to some cockamamie officials um <laughs> was you know was the deal um you know forbes will have better days he's going to get up against aj brown i mean that's one know, of the top receivers in the league that's like you know the new kid uh what was the what was the, the kid from road trip um <laughs> uh, going up against he-man like what, what are you doing here right. you know what's going on uh, we need to give we need to get um emmanuel like forbes basically like gift cards to ruth chris or something somebody steakhouse fat him up <laughs> get him going all right um somehow bounce back well uh, which is what you absolutely needed to see. Now, uh, going into Chicago, you need to make sure that he takes that next step and to, as what Doc Walker would say, uh, step on their throats. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. And uh, look, Forbes, I, I mean, you're going to have these tough days, right? Like Sam had his tough day last week. Um, then he bounced back. Uh, Forbes going up against one of the, most elite receivers, I'd say probably top top 10, top 12 receivers in the NFL easy um, on a defense, on an offense that that's really, it, they don't go vertical often. They, they're real run heavy. And I think we forget that how they have these vertical threats. Um, do you think it was a mistake that they left him kind of out there on an island with 
with AJ Brown? Experience is the best teacher, right? That's true. He, he got he got his experience. I failed to mention, I think probably my play of the game and why the commanders did not end up uh winning this game was that that third down drop by Jahan Dotson right through his hands. Um mm. that was huge because had they had they had continued that drive, they probably end up driving down to get a field goal or at least take some more time off. Mm-hmm. Instead, they punt, and that's the A.J. Brown stop and go. To, uh, no, I take that back. That was um, – it wasn't uh, Swift's touchdown, but it, w- it either way, it led to it led to Philly points. Um, had 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 the commanders been able to continue that drive in, a, uh, I think it was early fourth quarter, um, you know, they're – that – might be a that I to me that's the the deal breaker. That's that that was uh you know a play of the game for me at least uh as to why the commanders did not win that game. Um other other notes from that game the line stinks. Which Absolutely. one the offensive line. Yeah. Offensive line is just not they're they're not playing well uh right now. Uh I don't know if it's the technique that they're teaching over there i don't know if it's the actual skill level of the uh of the line that's there but now now granted philly does have a strong defensive line and they, and mm-hmm. then they added jalen carter who was a who's a boss uh but man it was it was okay they played better than they did against the bills they it's, did. It's, it's it's hard to not play with i take that back let, nope, let's not even go there. We're not even going to pe- speak that into existence. <laughs> it was just a bad day against Buffalo. Um, they had a slightly better day against uh, against the Eagles. Now, you know, again, we'll have to play. Uh, they'll have to play better uh, against Chicago if they want to win this game. It's it's it always to me is going to come down to the trenches. Yeah, look, you never shop at the Andy Reid store for players. And he never draft offensive lineman named Andrew. That's what ah. we've learned. <laughs> yeah. You over two on that one. Maurice, what's your last word on Sunday? I I'll take a different perspective. I think that the commanders, you know, they had the lead against the Eagles in the first half, you know, had the Eagles on the ropes. I mean, what it was 17-7 going into halftime. And you know, really showed a lot of, you know, poise and resiliency taking that league. And I think the Eagles showed why they played in the Super Bowl last year at the NFC um, champions um, getting back in the game. They played with a lot of pride. I, I think that, uh, you know, even to this day, that Jalen Hurts is not heralded as one of the top signal callers in the league. You know, when you think about what he does, on the field. I mean, Philadelphia is a, is a really good team and we battled them to the end. You know, I'd be curious to see what the result of this game would have been had the Eagles not benefited from home cooking with that call against Terry McLaurin because clearly Terry was in. He was in. I've seen uh, receivers get called, you know, that that catch, a catch numerous times. Like when he, the, you know, the, the back foot dragged and then the front foot, you know, definitely landed on the uh, defender's arm, you know, inside, you know, the field of play. That should have been a catch. So, you know, it's like these reps get so wonky as far as, you know, not wanting to overturn the call on the field. If the call on the field is wrong, overturn it, you know. And that was clearly a bad call. And that call, even with all the mistakes that Forbes made and, you know, Dotson not catching the ball on third down, you know, the def- defensive line not getting the pressure 
like they normally do on uh, Philly's offense. Even with all that, they still had a chance to win this game. And, you know, I'm going to blame it on the refs. You know, I'm just going to be petty like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to, it was the refs' fault, you know. So um, they played, they battled the Eagles to the very end. I think that if they play that style of football for the rest of the season, we're going to see more wins than losses. I mean, it was probably the best feeling loss that I've experienced. I mean, that's saying a lot, you know, because all losses are bad. But it wasn't like they got their doors blowed off like they did against Buffalo. Like they competed to the bitter end and they show that there's improvement with this team and they've had some flash of the brilliance. So let's see what they do in a short week against a very desperate Chicago bears team. Yeah. You know, look, I, I, I'm not going to blame the refs. Um, I am. <laughs> look, look, the reality of it is that you needed to go make plays in the third quarter. Washington yeah. didn't. And um, that drive at the very end with, you know, a minute 40 to go, that showed a lot of guts and resiliency. Now, um, it, and and what I said on on Twitter, you know, I said, you know, the one thing I love about Sam Howell is that he gives you an opportunity to win. Um, you know, like that drive at the very end, I kind of thought like, there's no way that they're not going to get down there at least get down to possibly score. Mm-hmm. Now that pass to Curtis Samuel that was in front of the end zone that thankfully was not caught or maybe Ooh. he knocked it down. Ooh. That was yeah. that was the wrong read. I don't know yeah. who came up with that play, but that was yeah. the wrong read. Yeah. Um, because that would have ended it. You know, what, was, what a huge mistake. Could you imagine could you imagine what we would have been saying about Sam Howell today had that play had gone through? Oh, had it had that happened, oh, we, had there been be, an interception? Yeah. Had there been any of that? Yeah, no, it, it it's definitely interesting how, you know, our perception definitely is shaped and it's it's for everyone, right? It's one or two plays shapes your perception. I mean, he had a great game, no interceptions. He held up under relentless pressure. Um, But yeah, had, had that been a mistake, had Jahan, um, had that ball become an interception uh, instead of uh, that amazing catch by Jahan, I, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, we, we would have thought completely different. Do you agree or disagree with the decision for Rivera not going for two points there? I would say hindsight being 2020, he just delayed the inevitable. You know, I, I think I, he said the players are gassed. Yeah, I mean, they were gassed and everything. I get that. But the other thing about it, too, is one more play, right? It's one more play. And you, I know they're tired, but you can't, But guess who else was gassed? The Eagles players. They were gassed. Yeah, you, know, you can swap out defensive players there, right? Yeah. And you don't have, uh, you wouldn't, you only have, you don't have any timeouts, right? Right. So, well, it was, it was, you would have scoring plays. So you would have a little bit of time, but not well, much. Well, it was zero time on the clock. Yeah, zero time on the clock. This is zero time on the clock. So, I mean, that was pretty much for all the marbles. I mean, they ultimately delayed the inevitable and stuff like that. But I, I think when you play a game like that against the Eagles, you know, it was clearly they were moving the ball down the field. You know, they were clearly scoring at will in the second half. You know, an argument could be made that going for two right then and there, you know, snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat, was that could have happened, you know. But, you know, lesson learned, you know, that's conservative thinking. You know, but I I think when you're trying to like get back in this thing, you know, you know, take a risk that you know be Riverboat Ron, not um, 
Not Lake Ron. <laughs> uh, pontoon Ron. Yeah, Pontoon Ron. Pontoon right? Ron. Canoe Ron. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, what's the rule? If you're on the road, you go for the win. If you're at home, you play for the tie. I don't know. I I just I have those visions of that Giants game where they went into overtime and they were just like playing to not lose, but also playing not to win. Like they couldn't win. So they were just trying not to lose. And you've got a short week coming. So, I mean, what's, I feel like that I would agree with Maurice. You, you got to just go for two. Like the other team's going to be tired. You're tired. You should have your play ready to go. You hopefully got your people in the field. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with it because, again, they win the coin toss. You know, they're one foot stepping on the arm away That's from you in that drive. So I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm I, not necessarily hating the call. It just execution-wise was not there for them on that one particular play. Um, I and, and on top of that, percentages were that, you know, you, the commander's defense – eventually is going to have to step up. And right. I was I, that, that third and fourth quarter, I said, you guys have got us. You, somebody has got to make a play. Somebody has got to make a play. Uh, Forbes darn near intercepted that ball. Uh, it really should have been an interception on that one where he uh, uh, skipped over uh, AJ Brown, Yep. Um, you know, and then, and then to, you know, several plays later, he, you know, has a touchdown scored on him, but, yep. but regardless, um, somebody is going to have to make a play and you know, the, shucks tomorrow might be the day where everybody makes a play and it's you know <laughs> you you know you kind of got to space those things out it's like you know in baseball when you score 20 runs in a game and then the next one you you don't score but one space mm. them out space them out <laughs> right yeah i feel like he's out. had he like forbes has had a couple right at his right at yeah. him to make a play and he just he hasn't come down with him yet um and, except, and for I'm the, a, except for the denver game Except for the Denver game. That's right. Yeah, Russ did make the Forbes list. Um, but, you know, he's had – he had it in this game. Um, you know, we had the stupid – we had the fumble that uh, – what, Cody Barton is sitting there looking at the, the ball on the field, doesn't know what yeah. to do with it. That was a tough one because he he was out of position. That was that was a tough one. I was like, oh, man, he's – He's got to hop, skip, and jump over like two Eagles players, and unfortunately, our guy was <laughs> He's down looking at on it. the ground. It just, it was just out of the reach. Sometimes the ball bounces that way. Yeah. Uh, fortunately for us, yeah, that that would that would have been that would have helped. That would have helped a lot. That yeah, he'd have been MVP if he had pulled that off. Yeah, but no. yeah. Instead, he he got uh, he got a, a goat of the game for for just looking at it, going like, oh, there's a ball in the field. <laughs> um, so. Let's talk about it. Is the defense, is Washington's defense really elite or are we just fooling ourselves? I think that the premise has been that Washington, look, they've spent all their draft capital for, I don't know, since the Bruce Allen days, uh, that defensive line. And uh, you've got some great players on, on, on the D line. You've got, uh, you know, Cam Crow back in the secondary. You've developed some good players. You got Kendall Fuller, who I think is is having a great season. That was what we were talking about because all the attention's been paid to Forbes. You went and drafted two uh, defensive backs, first and second round. Your second rounder has yet to see the field. 
except for that really fluky uh, interception in the preseason. So is this defense truly elite or is it a situation where they are elite, but they're also playing against elite teams on the other side? So it's making them look bad. I think it's that one that they play in a, elite teams. I mean, I think the first two games, they look really, really, they look like gangbusters. The last two games, not so much. But again, when you're going up against a Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills and a Jalen Hurts-led Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, both teams are perennial playoff powers. The Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year. You know, uh, they have really good uh, offensive lines, both teams, which gives the quarterbacks more than enough time to operate their offense. So, you know, I think a lot of times we have this mindset that the defense has to shut everybody out that they play. And that's just not a realistic expectation. I think the Cowboys have a monster defense. And last time I checked, they lost to the Cardinals, the team we beat. So, yeah, but they also have injuries across the board. Uh, They seem to be falling apart every week, Um, but they didn't have any problem dispatching the New England Patriots on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um it's Patriots. Patriots. Okay. They're they're real bad this year. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, case in point, the Bears really bad this year. Commanders should take care of business. We'll should. tell a lot. Of, they will tell a lot about this team come Thursday. We will tell a lot about this team. They should. Yeah. The game. The score should be thirty to thirteen. Point blank. Period. Okay. Let Let's talk about it. If what is you say thirty to thirteen? Basically, what needs to happen? for you to be convinced that this team is on the, is on the come up and what happens, what is your, what's your scenario that it's a, this is a, a hair on fire. Things have gone. The wheels have fallen off the bus. Obviously if they <laughs> lose, obviously if they lose, um, yeah. if we're talking about a one possession game where it's, you know, we got to come back to win, you know, a, 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 a not a 13 to seven game, right? Not, uh, well, no, 13 to seven. Yeah. I, w- I would be kind of like, well, what in the world just happened here? Um, it's gotta be, it's, I think it needs to, it really does Now, mind you Chicago. They have professionals on their team. They have Justin Fields. They have some talent on their squad. Um, I, they, they do. It's the coaching that fails them. Um, they have talent, but this should be a, this should, this should be a two score game. This should be absolutely be a two score game. Defense should at least, be able to um, hold Justin Fields. The offense should be able to do what they need to do. Uh, again, it's the uh, the enemy effect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's. I'm sure he has some tricks up his sleeve. Don't bring out. Don't pull out all the tricks. Number one, uh, because everybody watches tape, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you know, three weeks from now, everybody will know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, um, you get get a couple dogs that you got to go up against. Yeah, exactly. In the next so, few weeks. You know, what do we got? We got uh Bears, Falcons, Giants. Yeah. You, you, you it's, this three this, dogs. This really ha- this really has to be a two-score game. This is like this is a critical stretch for them to really get as many wins as possible because they got that that December stretch is looking very very uh difficult. The end yeah. of the season stretch looks really, really difficult with a Dolphins team going on the road with the Rams. Oh uh, man, by, by then two will be hurt. Sorry. Yeah. Um uh. you know, 40, and the 49ers and the Cowboys 
that's a tough close. That's a tough stretch. Yeah. Who knows what the Jets are going to be? Who knows? uh, Honestly, who knows what the Rams are going to be? Right. But yeah, Yeah. you've got you've got the Seahawks in in November between now and I mean, really, your best teams that you're up against as we're looking at it today. Eagles. um, Cowboys. Cowboys, Dolphins. Dolphins, 49ers. That's it. So that. What is that? That's four. That gets you to what? That's six losses already, right? Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> our magical what eight, that's 11, uh, that's eight nine six. season. <laughs> that's eleven and six. You know, you know, somewhere along the line. Oh my gosh! So we go eleven and six. Yeah. They're, no, no, no. That's uh, you know that's never going to happen because somewhere along the line there's going to be one of those. Oh my god! I can't believe you know it's not butter against the Falcons or something like it's that. It's going to be he, Daniel he, Jones he, is going to look like. It's it's Robinson out there. Bijan Robinson is going to look like Barry Sanders against this defense, and you're going to be like, and then you're going to be asking the same code question. Red. This, this code red number one, number two. This defense is not elite. What do they need to change? And then you're like, all right, well, go ahead, Montez, go ahead, Chase, and then you end up bringing in, you know, you end up keeping KJ Henry and um and and Andre Jones Jr. as your new bookends at the end spot. That's what's gonna it's gonna happen. Well, sure. I think before we, you know, we war game simulate yeah. the rest of the, the world is on the world is ending season. <laughs> um, I think that getting back to the Bears game, I I'm going to pay keen attention to whether or not they contain Justin Fields, right? I think that the the Bears are in a very very desperate situation, being zero and four. You know, they're, they're not getting, just zero and four; they haven't won a game in three hundred and forty seven days. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they've already said the reports are already out that if they lose t- tomorrow, that that Elbor Flus or whatever, however you say his name, he's out. This they've like already a- lost that what player because something happened or coach because something 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 nasty happened. Look, uh, that coach's name sounds like he's a wizard in Lord of the Rings. Elberflus. <laughs> Yes, Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf. I don't know. Maybe uh, that's Gandalf's last name, Eberflus. Eberflus. Gandalf Eberflus. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. No, they got to they, they got to contain um, Justin Fields. I mean, because you know, though he has played like um, you know hot garbage in July, um, he does have some some skills. You know, he's it's, definitely it's the- well. Look, I mean, against the the Broncos last week, 335 yards, four touchdowns, uh, only one interception. He got sacked four times. He had one fumble loss. Like it was an amazing, he's a 132.7 rating. Mm-hmm. Like by far the best game of his career. Yeah. You came. don't want that. You don't want that Justin Fields to show up tomorrow. <laughs> no, even last year's Justin Fields. Yeah. You know, that was the game where we played third Thursday night again. We're up in yep. Chicago. Uh, Carson Wentz was now talk about hot garbage. Oh, yeah. That was Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, that was the game where he went 12 for 22 for 99 yards, sacked three times. Everybody was bad that day. Every yeah. That was the Brian Robinson. And thank goodness, Brian Robinson scored the only uh, offensive touchdown. We had Christian Holmes blocked a punt. That's what sealed the deal for that 12 to 7. How do you even get 12 points? in the NFL. Um, but last year he was 14 for 27, 190, one touchdown, one interception, sacked five times. 
and it even got a, I had a fumble, but I lost it. You know, like I just, I look at this and I see, um, you know, look, nobody wants to go out there and be a dog, uh, you know, cause he may not be on this team, but you don't want to be the reason why your coach got fired. And, or, so, may, or, or, or Jonathan, maybe they do. Or maybe no. they do. Yeah, it's a good point. Maybe they do. Ooh. I mean, look Ooh. what they, they got. Chase Claypool refuses to even show up. They had to isolate him. Yeah. Um, but even without Claypool, I mean, they did great against the, the Broncos. I mean, are the Broncos truly, are, are they all fighting for the last place? Or is the, you know, or is Thursday going to be Justin Fields coming out party? No, man, they call downstairs and say, hey, look, we're, look, we messed up our top pick this past year. We got to go ahead and get Caleb now. Stop playing around. And they'll trade Justin like they did uh, the kid from San Francisco, and they'll have Caleb Williams come next year. What's crazy is that the Carolina Panthers are are zero wins. They traded all these picks away for, uh, so you could have the Bears have the top two picks regardless uh, of what yeah, happens. I mean, w- what a disaster. People down here are losing their minds. Is it really? A, a, well, a, well, disaster for Carolina, but it's disaster it for Carolina. Great. Absolutely. It might be great for Chicago. <laughs> well, you, you now, I mean, if there's a way to draft capital, I mean, if there's, if there's a way to reboot a, a team in a franchise, having the top two picks. Poo-poo. Hey, Pew-pew. I mean, amazing. Yeah, exactly. You, you trade away. You trade away a draft pick. You turn it into a first or second overall pick because the team you traded to is hot garbage um, on ice. And I mean, that's yeah. I mean, and, and they're not they're not going to get any better. I mean, and and yeah, it's it was going to be bad. It is bad. It's only going to get worse. Um, I I, I I think a uh, loss against the Bears really brings out the jackals and the the uh the vultures on this team because that's a three-game losers get uh i i i think that's gonna be tough to swallow man yeah you you can't we know like now granted that's what i guess that's why i'm devil playing devil's advocate right is that we know that this team is not good on every measure right but we also know that Washington has been that team that hasn't been very good and has had how many coaches fired? Oh, including the one that we currently have, Um, you know, by being that dog that goes against an opponent and whoops up and gets the coach fired. So I I feel like I I wonder if Washington actually holds that distinction as like having fired the most opposing coaches (laughs) by winning these games. And in, in that case, yeah. I mean, do you, is he a dead man walking anyway? Is he a guy that, um, you know, he wants to go out the best he can and he's, he already knows he's fired, um, you know, or, you know, like Winston said, do you have a situation where the, the players hate him? Everyone hates him. They know that this is a lost cause. And so helping him doesn't really help you because you know that you can go out later in the season and put up some better tape. For yourself if you want to get traded that well that's why in my opinion it's important that washington jumps on the bears early so you demoralize them when they don't want to play they're like oh well here we go again yeah you know if, if you let them hang around and 
Fields has some success. He starts feeling himself. It's a primetime game. It's at night. You know, you know, that's, I mean, the uh, Thursday night football is a little different because, you know, they bring the players out and they do that extended interview where they talk about the game and all that kind of stuff. So mm. this, in my, in my opinion, like Chicago is trash and we should beat them. But this is a dangerous game. And this is the type of game. What's, the, what's your the commanders record? Will lose. You said you're going to the game. What yeah. is your record in attendance? Oh, yeah, this is this is. Yeah, here. Hey, here's the stat of the <laughs> night, everybody. Here it is. Well, we 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 won the. Uh, no, no, no! Don't go game. back ten years. We need <laughs> we need something within the past thirty months. A night game. Mm. Yeah, all the games. Come on, here's the stat of the night, everybody. Brought oh, to you by Eberflus. <laughs> Brought to you by Murray's Place for Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> and mambo sauce. Yeah, uh, over on in Silver Hill. <laughs> Yeah, not mum, not mambo sauce, but M- I, I think MBO. it's a, I think it's a mixed bag. I think it's a mixed bag. Oh, no, 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 no. McDonald's no, is trying to call it mambo it. sauce, and they get spelled it wrong. Is that no, right? No, no, no. I mean it's mumbo. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, but I McDonald's am from there. With the, McDonald's went with the A, which is like, come on, bro, this belongs in giant foods. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've I've seen mumble sauce. I'm like, <laughs> wait, where this was at like, the carryout? I'm like, mumble, mumble wrap. Yeah, mumble. Yeah. Mum- Muggle sauce. Muggles. M-U-M-B-L-E. What? Back to you. <laughs> That's how you know the food actually may be pretty good. It and may get you it, sick. I don't but... remember. I don't remember it, but I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, if you can't spell, it may be good or I'm going to get sick. Probably the Bombay. What is <laughs> Maurice's record? What is your record? I don't know. No, he's down. not even saying That's it. That's a thumbs down, a Captain. It's a loss. So, yeah, I, look, I'm I burned because I think back to that game where we played the Detroit Lions and they had won. They were like, oh, in they had probably yeah. the same thing, probably like 365 days yes. or whatever. Yes. Yep. And they had oh, over and, and it was a money, maybe Monday night or Sunday or whatever. And I remember we just got just completely we, we couldn't get anything going. And it was like the one win that they had in like a two, three season stretch. Yep. Yeah. Was against us. Yeah. I was like, what? That a, is that this? A, that was a Gruden. That was a Gruden thing. Mm, it Gruden definitely didn't. I think that was though a that was uh State Medium was our coach. Yeah. So that Jim was Zorn? uh Jim's that was a Zorny. The Zorn? That was oh, definitely a Zorny. But also Shanahan had that remember uh the uh where they really re they extended Donovan McNabb on the Monday night. <laughs> oh, when a, the Eagles beat the beat the brakes off beat of the brakes. I mean, just beat you ugly. Oh, don't get me yeah, started I, about that. Whole I, mean, situation. I still have PTSD after that game. So, I mean, anytime that you have a team that's like this, that's coming to town or really, honestly, any of the next three games that we have, or even four of the next five games, I I'm kind of like, uh, I'm uh, now. I, I will maybe I'll give Rivera credit. Is that he's th- that culture seems to have changed a bit, right? Like we haven't played all the way down to bad teams. Now you say whatever happened against the Cardinals, um, you know. But also, hey, look, that's Sam's second ever regular season start, and you know that that game against the Broncos that was uh, the whole first half of just disaster. But then it turned around. So maybe there's a culture that's changed in that locker room 
And that where, Broncos, that Broncos game should have never come down to that that final play. The catch, <laughs> no. the catch before, no, the catch before the hail mary was an out of bounds catch, and the referees just said, ah, forget about it. And no, then I mean, you have the hail mary. So that, yeah, the whole thing was crazy. Yeah. Now if that, now if they counted that catch, but the whole hail mary should have been if you would have knocked the hell the ball down. I think I think instead it was of Court- up, I think it was Cortland Sutton. It was Cortland Sutton that made a catch that that actually gave them a chance to have that Hail Mary. It was like a 15-yard play. Right, yeah, right? yeah. And he yeah, was yeah. out of bounds, definitely one foot out of bounds. Now, if that is considered a catch, why wasn't Terry's considered a catch? All right. Home sorry. cooking. That's why. Yeah, no, I'm with you because I, I, I've never realized that you could slip a hand. First of all, do we know the status of that dude's forearm? That Hopefully literally got punctured. crushed into the Hopefully. dirt. Hopefully. I mean, but again, <laughs> that's what happens when you have, I think it was like a backup to the backup yeah. that came in. And, you know, sometimes those backups, they have arms in strange positions, and his just happened to be in a strange position that killed us. Yeah. I I, I, I mean, how how is that a thing? But whatever. Um, we get to see them at the end of the month. All right. Uh, well, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive that um, we're going to, we're going to come out on the right side of this. Um, Cause it's not like that. Like you have to set up this. It has to start tonight. Yeah. Or tomorrow, Wednesday night right now will be Thursday, but you have to start it because you, you know, you're going to go to Atlanta and I know that there's going to be a substantial commanders crowd in Atlanta. I already know that they're already saying like, Oh, we're coming down. Yeah. We're going to be there. Um, it's Which gonna be going. mostly commander. It's gonna be freak Nick, um, PG County style. Commander's Nick. <laughs> Commander's Nick is what's gonna be. Uh, that's really bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> some I of your aunties, come. your uncles and aunties are gonna be out there. Oh, uh, no. Ten years later, you're gonna see a video on on TikTok of oh. of them doing things they shouldn't been at their uh, at that Saturday night rally. But. <laughs> Back in the day when I went to Clark, Atlanta, this is how we got down at Freaknik. <laughs> yeah, Freaknik, man. Um, but then, I mean, look, you look at the. Have, have you seen the Giants? I mean, the Giants are horrible. Yes. I mean, bad, bad. Um, there was a quote this today from Wes Steinberg, uh, who covers the Giants, that apparently head coach Brian Dable at halftime was screaming. This mother, he scammed us forty million, forty million, Joe to to Joe Schoen, the uh, uh, the GM before he flipped over the Gatorade table. Nice, yeah. They are, and and, a, and there's another player out tonight with uh, a quote. Just you know, it they're they're bad. They're that's bad, a, bad. That's Culture's impl- gone bad. That's implosion right there. When the coach lets the cat out the bag like that, that's implosion. It is. And, and look, the, the, the way that Carson Strong played on Sunday, there's not a, a doubt in my mind that we may end up seeing Taylor Heineke versus the commanders in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I mean, man. oh, man, do you I, understand? That'll be awesome. Oh, come on. I would be come down on. for that. Desmond Ritter is. Yeah, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. Right? And that Carson happen. Strong, Desmond Ritter. It, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. It'll be Heineken against the Commanders, and he'll do some Heineken stuff. Heineken stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah good yeah. and bad. Yeah. Well, it's more than likely going to be good, and he's going to be fired up. 
And he's going to, oh, of course, he'll be fired up. He's going to throw the ball 160 yards <laughs> in the air. It's going to be, I mean, I mean, <laughs> throw like he's never throw. thrown before. On one throw. Yeah. It's gonna be, you know, he's going to throw it from one end zone to the next. It's, yeah, yes. It's, yeah. Yep. And, yep. It, and those, and, the, and those commentators be all extra excited. Taylor Heineke for first down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, all the, how many people are going to be wearing commanders Taylor Heineke jerseys oh, in the stands at, at oh. the, at, at Atlanta? And I mean, then, this, and if Sam, like this, and he's Sam, the only guy that you would jersey you would buy of the oh, four guys that are on the damn team. No, Bijan. No, I'm talking about Heineke Commanders jerseys. Oh, I'm, yeah, be clear. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, they're like, like four guys on the team the past two years that you're going to buy a jersey. Of. Yeah, Terry McLaurin, Chase, John Allen, and. Yeah, Taylor Heineke. <laughs> there you go. I'm buying a I, look. I'm buying yeah. a Sam Hell. I don't know if I'm going to wait till after the season because I do have a history of buying players that have not done well. I have a Trent Williams jersey, and that was as soon as I bought it. That's when they discovered that he was never going to play with the team again. And uh, before that, I have a LeVar Arrington jersey, and that was right when he decided to go to New York and ride around without a helmet on. So I don't know what to tell you. I, I bought a Terry McLaurin. And I've been wearing Terry McLaurin all season, and he's been doing good. I mean, it, I haven't jinxed him yet. All right, but can I can I sidetrack real quick? My boy, he's please. a Vikings fan. I know I failed as a parent, but he has every time we, <laughs> every time we get him something, we've gotten him Adam Thielen gone. Uh, we got him a Steph Diggs. Well, I had to get him mm, Steph Diggs because mm-hmm. he's from the area, and so that I'm I'm fine with that one. Then we got him a Dalvin Cook gone. All right, that's that's how you know. It's the curse of the Hiltons. All right. Yeah. No, no jer- I- Stay away from Sam Howell, please. By the way, I saw a Carson Wentz jersey in uh, uh, one of those little off market sh- stores. Uh, Marshalls or one of those. What they still they sell them on Marshalls? Fanatics. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's pretty silly because you can go to the, one of those other stores and get it for like $15. So yeah. if you're looking for a Carson Wentz that- jersey, in case they <laughs> re sign him for some ungodly reason, you got a place to go. I yeah. thought they would sell this jersey for a bag of magic beans. It, it, what's funny is it comes up in my feed on my Instagram for like mm-hmm. the NFL shop, and it's always Carson Wentz socks, jersey, uh, a little bobblehead doll. It's it's the same thing every time. Nice. Um, yeah, it's really it, it's really kind of alarming, and I'm like, they're trying to catch somebody's. Uh, grandmother or grandfather that you know doesn't pay attention and they're gonna be like i got your favorite player <laughs> yes 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 oh that's terrible that's oh, what it is stinky marketing people sneaky yeah, you're gonna sneaky. get that on christmas some poor kid is gonna get that on christmas day and they're gonna be like what the um so- thank you grandma all right um before we wrap it up I want to revisit our um, our walk of shame, our predictions from the beginning of the season. Oh, boy. Are so we're going to play that back. Well, I, I kept it. I kept an Excel. Nice. It's called oh. a walk of shame, too. Oh, good. Um, because I figured I want to go ahead and and keep it just, you know, for posterity. Let's update the peoples. Let's update. So I thought the commanders would only have one loss by now. Um. You thought the commanders would lose to the Bills, to the Cardinals, 
Uh, you actually only thought that they were going to win against the Broncos, Winston. Oh, <laughs> and um, hey, I was right. I was right. I was hey, look, I was right. In the hey, look in the Trump world, I was right. Okay, <laughs> you're I never was, wrong. I was right. I'm never wrong. I was right. So defeated. Uh, I I was I had him at three and one. Maurice had him at two and two. Uh, and Winston had him at He's one wrong. and three. He's wrong. He's wrong. Yeah. So um. So knowing what we know now, Chuck Schumer, sorry, knowing what we know now, um, we had the next three games. Actually, all three of us thought that the next three games were going to be three wins in a row. And then we had us going to the Eagles and I had us, I had a split in the Eagle season or the, the series. Maurice had uh, you splitting, uh, also had to split. Yeah. And Winston had a split as well. Okay. Yeah. So we still feel, do we still feel that way? Yeah. I, okay. I, I, yeah, I do. I do. All right. And then, um, and then we had us going to the Pats uh, or yeah, playing the Pats. Uh, I had as a win. Maurice had as a win. Winston had him at a loss. You think? You think Bel- Belichick's got something up his sleeve? He always does. Woo. And yeah, then, actually, I do. Really? I think, uh, yeah, I do. Um, I don't necessarily don't have think, Christian Gonzalez anymore. I I don't necessarily think it's going to be the offense that does the Pat's offense that does us in. It's going to be the defense. Who on the defense? <laughs> it depends on whether or not Matthew Judon is back. That's true. He's good. Um, and Belichick, you know. He's good. Like Belichick's always got something up his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be pretty. I figured that Mac Jones was gonna be he I figured he was gonna be playing better than he is now, but yeah. you know, um it's a steep learning curve. Stay <laughs> in Alabama, son. Yeah. Uh yeah, he won't be smoking that cigar. Uh, at the end of the season. Um, then we had, so we, we all, th- well, now Winston and I had us sweeping the giants. Maurice. Got to, didn't. got to, got to sweep the giants. Got to. It's imperative. If you, you want to have any chance at the, yeah, at, the, exactly at, the right. at the division, you have to sweep the giants. Cause you figure you're going to split with the Eagles. You're going to split with the Cowboys. You got to sweep the giants. A split does no good. And then, so you had us, um, we all had the commanders winning on Thanksgiving and, uh, Maurice and Winston had the commanders beating the dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Care to amend. Uh, how, how silly, how silly does that sound now? Like I, I didn't, said, they lost Sunday. Hey, look, like I said earlier in the, in this, uh, in this, in this, uh, recording. By that time, Tua's going to be hurt. All right, <laughs> there you go. That's, there you go. I'm sticking with it. I'm okay. sticking with it. All right. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the Rams, which I picked a victory for inexplicable reasons. You guys, uh, actually, you, uh, sorry, uh, Winston and myself, we picked victories. Um, Maurice thought negatively. Is he and going then- to that game? That's why. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he knows he knows what's up uh yeah he's gonna go out to la yeah 
Um, yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it, he doesn't do well. Um, no, I, I remember you went to the game in Las Vegas and you we won and we oh, won. Yeah, oh, maybe it's a West Coast Mo. It's the West Coast, West Coast Mo. Mo. West Coast brings Mo brings the field. All right, East Coast all right. Mo fifty fifty. I don't know. It's you don't want to talk about it. Hmm. We're gonna test that theory this year when I go to Seattle. All right. Well, then we got a early Speaking, test. Did we not? Oh yeah, I skipped right over Seattle. Uh, that I had all three of us have the Commanders losing. Do we want to amend that? Not right now. No. No. Still feel good about that. Okay. Yeah. And then I for I, we all. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Um. So Maurice and I had us beating the 49ers. Okay. So what now? Hold on. It's on to my good ear. It's on the, it's on the, it's, it's New Year's Eve. They're going to be hungover. Here? They're coming here. You can, yeah, exactly. It's a one o'clock game coming. So I say it's going to be that, that magic, you know, West Coast team travels to the East. They always don't do well. Ooh. One o'clock. It's like nine o'clock at home. Hey, nah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, nope, nope. That's an L. Yeah, you, unless, you, you oh, felt that it was going to be an L. I'll, I'll give you this, unless they're sitting people. That See, there you go. They could be so far ahead of their division, which is bad, bad, that they may just be able to cruise. Not as bad, because if if we lose to Seattle, it's not that bad. Well, that's Seattle, true. But Seattle's Seattle's three and one right now, so I want to sneaky, they're bad, bad, sneaky. Yeah, but sneaky. come on, they're they're gonna come down to earth. I mean, Geno Smith, seriously, they made the, they made the playoffs last seriously? year. Seriously, you know? sneaky, sneak. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year, but I mean, we could have made the playoffs last year. We just won one, one more game. Just saying. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So finally. Uh, Cowboys. We had Maurice and I. We had them sweeping the Cowboys. Uh, Winston had a split in the series. Um, we still. So Maurice and I somehow came up with this twelve and five record. Both of us, even though we had different ways of getting there, Winston still had us at eight and nine. You still feel good about eight and nine? If you were, if you're putting, if you're betting a paycheck, two whole weeks on it. I might figure. I might. I might change a game. Yeah, it may go. May go nine. Nine and eight. May go nine and eight. May go nine, nine and eight. eight. Does nine and eight get into playoffs? No. No. Nope. Nope. Um, figure you got Dallas, San Fran, say Seattle, right? That's three already. Um, there's only well, one team coming. There's only one team coming out of the um, NFC East. North. NFC North. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Vikings are. Ugh. Um, the West, yeah, the West is going to carry a lot of weight this year. Yeah, I don't know. Green Bay could get. I mean, they're. Oh, I'm sorry, Philly. Happy. So yeah, so Philly, Dallas, San Fran, Seattle. That's four um, right there. That's four right there. So you, you got to you, you got you got to count your um, NFC South champion. It'll be one team out of that division. Yeah, Tampa that's Bay. Cool. Yeah. So that's uh wait, five. isn't yeah, is it New Orleans three and one too? Come on. I'm just saying. The, uh, I'm just saying it's, it's too early. It's yeah. too early You're to right. crown it them. Too early. It is too early. 
Um, you want to crown them? Crown them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, so the NFC South, uh, New Orleans is two and two. Okay. Um, Tampa's three and one. Atlanta's two and two. Carolina's zero oh and four. Um, That's going to be a log jam there. Some <laughs> one of those teams that we don't expect. Say, for instance, like Atlanta will end up winning that stinking division. Could, could. I mean, they got a long way to go. I, I think what probably may end up happening is that I think Green Bay may end up winning enough games out of that division. That, that, I think that's going to be interesting at the end of the season. The Detroit and Green Bay. Well, those two. Yeah. yeah Detroit and Green yeah, Bay so are going to be battling so it out. Yeah, so, yeah, nine is not, nine's not going to cut it. You need 10. And, you Detroit need 10. Does, and, and Detroit just beat the brakes off of Green Bay. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be a wild season. Yeah. Too early to call it uh, at this point. But I don't know. Maybe at the Thursday if we end up losing to the Bears. Mm. I don't even want to think about it. If we lose to the Bears, we got problems, man. I don't even want to think about what, like, it will be a turn off. I'll have to Emmanuel Forbes my Twitter. That's what I'm going to have to do. Oh, man. That's killer. (laughs) I I mean, you're going to have to shut it down. Which, look, if I played, if I did anything important in life, I wouldn't even have social media because it's all going to be bad. Like, so I I know that the, the people were talking today about, like, oh, you believe we did it. Like, I think that's the healthiest thing for a young man to do. You better it's, have your brother or cousin or somebody else run it. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Don't do well, Kevin I think we've Durant had some thing. trouble with cousin, mother, brother, or whatever running social media. I'll do a Kevin Durant thing. <laughs> I'll do that. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. And I, I can't wait what happens. We'll be uh, we'll be doing the blackout thing here in Charlotte, watching the game. Maurice is going to be up there at the game. 50 yard line wearing uh well, are you going black jersey or are you going Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the Where is it? I'm gonna be the Jay-Z the black album. Where is it? Let's see it. Come on, show the fit. No, you gotta wait till tomorrow. Gotta wait till the you, you gotta post a selfie. You know, he'll have oh, he'll have his selfie. Focus. He'll be looking like uh he's wearing an old uh Steelers jersey with a W right. on it. Yes, precisely. <laughs> it's Yo, like I he like, used to crayon like, color in the, the burgundy. I like the black jersey. I like the black I hate jersey. the black jersey. I love it. I love I, it. I want them to take it and tweak it just twenty percent. Make it twenty percent better. The black jerseys with the old block numbering. That wins. Sorry. Not sorry. It could be good. It could be good. I don't know. I need stripes on the helmet. I need I need everything. I need I want matte helmets too. I love the, the burgundy matte helmet. I need a black matte helmet. I needed something to be like just fierce. You want, you want, you want a rebrand? I, mean, listen, re-brand. You're, you're I want to look like prison. I want to look like prison <laughs> shoot up. <laughs> like Willie Beeman. Exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Willie Beeman. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I mean, we did get to a Super Bowl thanks, thanks to a guy that was in a halfway house. So, I mean, it wouldn't be out of character for the team. Yes. Oh, my God. But anyway, that, that's going back long ways for uh, those under 30. You're they lucky that they don't put the Maryland flag on those black helmets <laughs> and just have it in burgundy and yellow and black and all sorts of other stuff for Calvert and Carroll. Yeah. 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 It's just, I mean, why not? Why, why not? not? Well, we'll see if any of that happens uh, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully a resounding victory. And then Friday is really hard to wake up and go to work because we get to celebrate victory Friday, wake up, hungover, have to get to work. And then, 
And then you have to have Sunday fun day. Like you don't even have to worry about stressing about the game, the team. You get the whole day to yourself. It'll be good. And then you don't have to think about the commanders again until they're in Atlanta. And set it will line, be freaknik. Set your lineups early. <laughs> set them early. Right. Set those lineups early. Don't don't get don't get caught uh caught outside looking in. Yeah. Don't be the people outside the club. Be in the club. <laughs> get in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be the Terry McLaurin breakout game. Calling well, it now. I'm calling I'm it now. Go with a Diami Brown type of game like that. Oh, vertical threat? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, till next time. Wait, didn't I oh. didn't I say last week that AG was going to score or the last time? Last I time didn't... I was on I said AG was going to score and yeah. Has he? Oh, uh, he's he uh, sure he's given he he's done stuff with the ball unfortunately he's given <laughs> it away. Well, um, yes. Yeah. I, it's going to be I, you know, I'm putting it I'm putting it on now. He's going to score a touchdown in this game. Here we go. Here we this go. is the Antonio Gibson redemption game. It is. It is. It is. All right. Well, you look, I mean, Brian Robinson went and threw the ball up in the end zone like he was getting in a fight in Birmingham. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Terry McLaurin got a rushing touchdown as a result. Yes. So, yeah. So, why not? Yep. Let's do this. It's, it's really the running back is up for anyone. Um, so yeah, I'll call it. Yeah. The yeah. the Antonio Gibson redemption tour yeah. yes. starts Let me, FedEx Field. I'm starting him in my lineup right now. Come on, AJ. All right. Come on. I wouldn't recommend that, but okay. I mean, <laughs> come on, AJ. Come on. I don't like winning a fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I changed my team play. name now too. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio Gibson is uh yeah, is the reason why I didn't win. It's the team name. Come on. Come on, AG. All right. Well, if any of that happens, we'll talk about it next time. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs>